0: Hey guys, what is going on? Welcome to episode two of Well-Scripted with Dr. Sam. I am your host, Dr. Sam Russell, and I wanna welcome each and every one of you back for our second installment of Well-Scripted where we're discussing hot topics in the health, wellness, fitness, nutrition, and everything healthcare related. So let's get started. Episode two, easy topic, but a very provocative one. Is your poor posture leading you to an early grave? Yes, it sounds very whew, alarming, but could it be true? Well, let's first and foremost start by defining posture. Posture is basically something that's very static versus dynamic, which is movement. So if you consider something static, it's in, it's just basically being left alone, it's not moving. That's posture. And then when we think about, Movement, that's something like dynamic, so biomechanics go with that. So when it comes to posture, posture is defined as the position in which someone holds their body. Now posture could be in relation to how you sit in that position, standing in that position, or lying down in that position, squatting in a certain position. Not the actual movement, but the actual just in that one position. Now, poor posture can lead to pain. Rarely is it immediate. I want to stress that a lot. A lot of times people say, I slept wrong. Or, man, I've been sitting at my desk working for hours and hours. How many people during this quarantine have been sitting at home at in some uncomfortable chairs at the dining room table or on a bar stool? At your kitchen countertop island, trying to do some work, hunched over into your laptop, literally feels like you're caving into your laptop. Rarely do you have the pain come on that quickly. It is a compensation over time because of everything the body will do to try to save your posture. Now, the straw that breaks the threshold, one false move, is rarely the thing that actually is the culprit here. Let me stress that with an example. I've had many patients come into my office where they share, oh my gosh, Doc, I was literally bending over to grab my purse off the floor. I was grabbing something out of the back seat. I was bending down to pick up my kids' toys. My gosh, they leave their toys everywhere. And as soon as I went to pick up this little Lego, oh, I couldn't, like my back went out on me. Now, yes, that is a movement And yes, your back did go out. However, what was it that caused your back to actually go out? Do you think it was that Lego? Is it that heavy, that Lego? No, it isn't. But it's the hundred thousandth, one millionth time that you move because your body's already compensated so far and so long for your poor posture that when it comes to movement, it's It says, that's enough. Sam, I'm going to give you some pain. Dr. Sam, you're down for the count. I say Dr. Sam and I use myself in this example because I'm not excluded from this conversation. When I sit with certain posture at my desk to do my notes, when I stand in certain posture as I talk to my patients, I have to be aware of what I'm doing or else I'm going to be the next one to end up on the table. So again, the chronic ailment of poor posture turns into acute pain. But chasing the pain is like chasing the rabbit down the rabbit hole. You're never going to know the maze as well as the rabbit does. And it's only going to lead to more frustration, only going to lead to more pain, and only going to lead to worse problems down the line. If you don't address your posture the pain will keep coming back. Let me say that again. If you don't address your posture, your pain musculoskeletally, musculoskeletal being defined as your stru- skeletal structure, which is your skeleton, your bones, your spine, your rib cage, and everything goes along with it, femur, the leg bones, the arm bones, the hands, and the musculo, obviously the muscul- the muscular system, which are married by the neurology, they communicate with each other because of the nervous system, you have your musculoskeletal system will continually and constantly be under a lot of stress if you don't address the posture when you're trying to fix the pain. Let's use the example of lower back pain. You come into an office, whether it's a chiropractor or physical therapist or an orthopedist with lower back pain, regardless of what therapy is assigned and or prescribed to you, whether it's a painkiller, muscle relaxer, rehabilitation protocol, chiropractic adjustments, laser therapy, the list goes on and on. If you don't address the posture that puts you into that vulnerable position that caused you to, quote-unquote, throw out your back, well, ladies and gentlemen, that pain will come back, and you will always Yes, it is a very matter-of-fact word always. You will always end up on the hamster wheel of medicine or hamster wheel of healthcare, I should say, where you're continually fighting with and against your body's tendencies. You start to feel better. You return back to your normal daily activities, only to end up, whether it's one month, two months, six months down the line, back in the same position, back in pain, back in frustration, back, just absolutely asking, what did I do wrong? The only thing you did wrong was not address the main culprit, which in this situation would be your posture. Another prime example I want to te- share with you guys that really hits home with a lot of people is text neck. We hear it more and more in our society, text neck. People are texting. How are they texting? Well, they're texting when they're holding their phones close to their bodies and looking down, straight down. It's almost as if their phone is attached to their chest or their stomach. That is the worst posture, ladies and gentlemen. You do not want to put your phone that close. You are now flexing your neck completely forward to look straight down. As silly as it looks, you really want to work on the posture. And we're going to share that a little bit of raising the phone up to eye level. And we're going to talk about more examples of how to fix your posture. But I do want to share going back to if you're seeing by a doctor and you're in pain or discomfort because of your posture. Whether it's shoulder pain, neck pain, back pain, the list goes on and on pains and discomfort. People a lot of times look to medications And now they're saying, well, there's so many things you can do instead of medications. Oh, you know, we as Americans are getting healthier. I say yes and no to that. We have a lot more awareness in this country, which is fantastic. And kudos to everyone who is really striving to live a healthy and happy lifestyle. However, if you look at the statistics, I'm a statistics kind of guy. And if you look at the math. In the last 10 years, that's right, in the last 10 years, this 21st century, there has been a 600% increase in production of painkillers. 600%. A six-fold increase in the production of painkillers in this country in the last 10 years. That tells you something about what we're doing. We're, we're masking our pain through painkillers. It's also should be included that NSAIDs, non steroidal anti inflammatory drugs like your Advil's, your Tylenol's, and your Leaves, the ones you can get over the counter. Chronic use of NSAIDs, of these anti inflammatories, can actually cause leaky gut syndrome. And for those who don't know or haven't heard this term before, leaky gut syndrome is when you have. Increased porability in your intestines, which means that stuff that shouldn't be leaking out of the gut, the stuff that should be moved through the gut to be whoop, moved out through the bowels, is leaking back into your bloodstream and your fluids of your body, thus causing inflammation systemically, a.k.a. inflammation all over the body. When you have leaky gut, now you're having inability to digest your foods properly. When you have leaky gut, you're having so much inflammation, not just in your gut, but all over your body. How many people out there have a shoulder pain that just doesn't go away? How many people have a neck irritation or headaches or migraines or bloating or gas when they feel stressed out, which kind of piggybacks onto what we talked about in our last podcast series about stress. So chronic use of NSAIDs or these anti-inflammatories doesn't do anything but to cover up the symptom. Again, you are not dealing with the root cause. You're just covering up the symptom. But why? But why is the question you may ask? Why are we taking so many drugs thinking this is the solution? Well, it's a very hard battle when we're being brainwashed each and every day. Why are we being brainwashed? Listen, we are very smart individuals in this country. We're very, very gifted and very blessed to be have an abundance of information at our fingertips. But just what can be a blessing can also be a curse because when $62 million a week, I'm going to say that again, $62 million a week is spent on drug advertising in this country. Do you think for one second why it's a wonder that many people reach for that bottle of anti-inflammatories to resolve their matters? Is there any reason that people show up to their doctor to ask the doctor specifically, doctor, this is the drug I need, WebMD said so, or my TV commercial told me so. So remember, drugs don't treat the problem, they only cover up the symptom. So going back to it, how can you make sure that you're treating the problem and getting better the right way? Well, it's very, very simple. Number one, you have to look at posture, as we talked about in the last podcast. Posture is a stress on the body, okay? It's a structural stress. As we defined in our last podcast series, the three different types of stress is structural, chemical, and emotional stress. So posture is a stress on the body. What does any stress on the body do? It actually decreases the energy that your body can spend on other things because the number one thing any stress does is it demands more nutrients, demands more energy. So now your body is at a lack of energy for other functions because it's spending so much of its energy on trying to deal with this stress. So if I'm having so much of my attention, let's say you're watching your front yard because you don't want that raccoon coming to take, go in your garbage and tear up your garbage you're watching the front yard, you're watching the front yard, all you're doing is watching the front yard, but no one's watching your backyard. And that little, little raccoon comes around the back, and no one's watching him. All of a sudden, he can wreak havoc in the backyard. Right? That's the same thing that happens when you have increased energy demands, being focused on any type of stress, whether it's structural, chemical or emotional, and you're giving less energy, less focus to your One system in particular, immune system. Uh Anybody out there? Immune system, immunity, antigens can come into your body and this is why people with postural issues get sick. This is why people are more prone to illnesses and injuries and ailments. Also, as I said before, you increase your chances for injury because your focus is not on that. So your musculoskeletal system, your muscles, your, your bones, your joints, everything is more vulnerable. It's like having a chink in your armor. You got the, you're a knight in shining armor. It's the chink in your armor. It's your Achilles heel. So how do you make sure that you don't have this vulnerability or this so-called Achilles heel so that you don't fall victim to something more than just the minor pain you're dealing with today but the major problems you can deal with tomorrow? Well, there are many things you can do. To combat this, because again, in addition to a chink in the armor and a decreased immunity, it can also increase certain things when you have these stresses on the body. Degeneration of your joints. Degeneration, anybody? Arthritis, anyone? People think arthritis is age-related. I'm here to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that's complete BS. Arthritis is not about age. I've had many patients in my office that have been in their 70s and 80s, yet their joints from their spine to their shoulders and their knees are as responsive and and better in functionality and biomechanics than 20-year-olds. On the flip side, I've had patients in their 20s that have already shown signs of arthritis as seen on x-ray films. They say the old cliche is you're only as old as your spine is. Well, it's time to take care of not only your spine but all the joints in the body so you can move properly. Again, it's great to get mobility of these joints, but we go back to it to make sure they're moving right, but you want them to have stability and be stabilized through good posture. So how do you resolve something like this? Number one, let's start with the three things we talked about at the beginning of this podcast from sitting, standing, and lying down. Number one, sitting. Sitting, we're doing more and more. A 2014 study from London University talked about sitting is the new smoking. Sounds pretty drastic, but if you consider the detrimental effects of prolonged sitting, sitting can be as bad, if not worse, for you than smoking. One way to combat this, take a bath or beach towel. Roll it up and put it in the small of your lower back. Not all the way down the bottom where it's gonna be pushing against your tailbone, but in the small of your lower back. Then, when you sit, pressing your back into the towel, you're gonna to actually reintroduce that good curve in your lower back. It's also gonna force you to sit on your butt bones and not your tailbone. Because a lot of times, sitting on your tailbone, it's like the leaning tower of Pisa. If you're shifting your body weight one way or the other, your spine's gonna to start to deviate the opposite direction, putting undue stress on the lower back in this consider in this situation which then in turn climbs up the ladder to the mid back and of course the neck another thing you can do in a sitting posture and we see it more and more in our society is putting the making sure your computer screen is on eye level if you're working with a desktop Put some books underneath your, your monitor, making sure that the monitor is on level with your eyes, not looking down for those prolonged periods of hours that you're spending on the computer. If you're working on a laptop, whether it's on your lap or on the desk, you want to make sure the screen is at eye level. I strongly urge you to put something underneath and raise the computer monitor to eye level. We talked about it before. I'm going to bring it up again. This is so pertinent in our society today. Text neck. Stop texting with the phone at your stomach or your chest looking straight down. As silly as it looks, think of the analogy of trying to take a picture or a selfie. Bring, the, bring your phone up to eye level. Text at that position. You know, scan or roam through social media in that position, not with your head bent forward. You're gonna to start to notice as you make these changes how many other people in society are doing it wrong. But don't be part of the herd, be part of the right. Don't be part of the wrong. Do things the right way. And of course, writing and or typing on a keyboard. Whenever you're writing in a notebook or typing on a keyboard, you wanna make sure that the notebook or keyboard in the sense of the keyboard it's close to you have those t-rex arms you don't want to be hunched over but in the case of writing you want to put the book somewhere in front of you where it's not as if you're caving and looking down you want to put the notebook at a comfortable position so you don't have to flex your neck or curve your neck to look straight down into it which is going to put a lot of postural stress on your neck find a comfortable position That is the most important thing. Standing, there is something called the Superman pose. The Superman pose, if you think of Superman with his cape flowing in the air, he has his hands at his side, his chest is puffed out, he's very proud and air in his lungs. That pose, ladies and gentlemen, is not only the cliche manly man pose, but it can help both men and women. Because did you know that type of pose can actually help increase your testosterone production by 10%? Guys out there, you want to increase your testosterone? A very simple way of posture can help. Also, it decreases your body's, abil- your body's production of cortisol, which is your fat storage hormone. So how many guys and gals out there want to help with their weight loss? Just stand right. That's all you got to do. Don't sit in a hunched over position. Stand up loud and proud. Also, stand balanced on your two feet. Don't have that lean going on where you're putting all the pressure on one leg. And of course, when you're lying down, specifically, we're going to use the bed analogy, you want a very good pillow which supports the curve in your neck. And when you're sleeping on your back, you want to put a second pillow under your knees so your knees are bent, Or if you're on your side, the pillow is between your knees. Using these little tips and identifying other areas where you're having postural stresses can not only help you look better, feel better today, but help you in the long run to make sure you avoid the problems and ailments that many will endure tomorrow. I want to thank you guys for listening to Episode 2, Is Poor Posture Leading You to an Early Grave? I am Dr. Sam Rasool. I thank each and every one of my listeners. Until next time, guys, stay safe, stay healthy, and live a healthy